Professor, am I seeing correctly? Is the book in front of you really called I Don't Have Enough Faith to Be an Atheist? Yes, that's an unusual title, isn't it? I always thought believers in God were the people who had faith and the unbelievers were the realists. Well, this book says that idea is backwards. Let's analyse how much faith a person needs if he wants to be an atheist. A Nobel Prize winning scientist once said, science is an endless opening of sealed boxes, which turn out to have more sealed boxes inside. The more one learns, the more there is to learn. Let's open another box today on Truth in the Test Tube. Professor, you surprised me a moment ago by saying atheists have faith. Let's check the dictionary to make sure we're talking the same language. Do we mean the same thing by the word faith? That's a good idea. The dictionary's first definition of faith is unquestioning belief. Another definition is complete trust, confidence or reliance, as children usually have faith in their parents. Both those definitions agree with the way the Bible explains faith. The New Testament book of Hebrews says, Now faith is being sure of what we hope for, and certain of what we do not see, chapter 11, verse 1. And that fits very well with the dictionary definition, unquestioning belief. By that definition, how does atheism require unquestioning belief? Isn't atheism disbelief? Well, atheism is disbelief in one thing, but belief in another. One scholar said, any person who claims to be a sceptic of one set of beliefs is actually a true believer in another set of beliefs. Are you saying a person who disbelieves in God makes something else the supreme being in his universe? Yes. For example, he may exalt education to the status of God, or he may place himself there. But my atheist friends claim they believe nothing, at least nothing that they can't see and test. They can't see God, so they say that means God doesn't exist. But atheists believe many things they can't see or test. Really? Give me an example. Well, right now, one of the most popular ideas among atheists is the hypothesis of multiple universes. Sometimes they shorten the words multiple universes to multiverse. Yes, some of my friends were discussing that the other day. The idea that our universe contains a very precise set of conditions which enable life to exist here... Dozens of individual factors have to be exactly right. One friend quoted British cosmologist Stephen Hawking, who said, In fact, a universe like ours with galaxies and stars is actually quite unlikely. If one considers the possible constants and laws that could have emerged, the odds against a universe that has produced life like ours are immense. They admit the likelihood that our universe would have all of its characteristics so perfectly arranged is extremely small. They illustrate it as like tossing dozens of coins into the air and having them all land heads. Well, our universe is much more precise than even that. For example, very few planets have stable temperatures in a range that will allow life to exist. And many of the conditions that enable life to exist have to be in such a small range it's It's more like tossing coins and having most of them stand on edge. Uh, Another scientist said about the precise fine-tuning of the universe, the precision is as if one could throw a dart across the entire universe 
and hit a bullseye one millimetre in diameter on the other side. That's amazing. So my atheist friends reason that nature would have to experiment many times before getting all the conditions so perfectly coordinated. They reason that nature must have created millions of universes that failed before getting lucky and creating our universe, the one that is ideal for life. Even with the most powerful telescopes, can they observe any of the other universes that they speculate about? Well, no, they just see our one universe. Then why do they think there is more than one universe? They assume the failed universes exist, because random natural processes would not have gotten everything right the first time. Now, isn't that faith? Isn't that the evidence of things not seen? Yes, in a sense, but it's logical reasoning, because they believe only nature exists. They say they are sure there is nothing above nature like God. So atheists begin with an unquestioning belief, a faith that God does not exist. And to have that idea make sense in the light of evidence that the universe is structured very precisely, they take another step of faith assuming without evidence that multiple universes exist. I'm surprised. It does sound as if my atheist friends really do accept some things by faith. But what alternative do Christians provide? If God knew everything from the beginning, he could have created the universe perfectly the first time. He wouldn't need to conduct failed experiments to learn how to do it right. That's an amazing idea. The concept of a God we can't see and the concept of multiple universes that we can't see both require faith. Neither the Christian nor the atheist has visual proof for his belief or disbelief. That's uh, one point that Norman Giesler and Frank Turek make in their book, I Don't Have Enough Faith to Be an Atheist. They compare the fragmentary information that we have to a jigsaw puzzle. We only have a partial idea of how the pieces fit together, but most puzzles come in a box. And the outside of a box shows how the finished puzzle will look. So the authors ask if there might be a box for the puzzle. In other words, is there any place where we can learn what the big picture looks like and where the puzzle pieces that we have fit into it? How do they answer that question? The introduction summarises some evidence that they elaborate in later chapters. First, the scientific evidence confirms that the universe had a beginning. This fact can be interpreted either of two ways. Either someone created something out of nothing, or no one created something out of nothing. Now, the atheist prefers the second view, but it takes more faith, more evidence of something unseen. In other words, it takes more faith to believe no one created something out of nothing than to believe someone created something out of nothing. Yes. And second, the author's state, the simplest life form contains the information equivalent of 1,000 encyclopedias. And Christians believe only an intelligent being can create a life form containing the equivalent of 1,000 encyclopedias. Atheists believe non-intelligent natural forces can do it. Mm, someone illustrated that point by saying a watch doesn't make itself. I guess the atheistic interpretation that a watch created itself requires more faith. 
Before we close, let's share a few more quotations. The late Francis Crick shared a Nobel Prize for discovering the structure of DNA. Although he called himself an atheist, Crick admitted, an honest man, armed with all the knowledge available to us now, could only state that in some sense the origin of life appears at the moment to be almost a miracle. So many of the conditions which would have had to have been satisfied to get it going. And Paul Davis wrote, to postulate an infinity of unseen and unseeable universes, just to explain the one we do see, seems like a case of excess baggage carried to the extreme. It's simpler to postulate one unseen God. So both the Christian and the atheist have faith. Any person who claims to be a sceptic of one set of beliefs is actually a true believer in another set of beliefs. To postulate an infinity of unseen and unseeable universes, just to explain the one we do see, seems like a case of excess baggage carried to the extreme. It's simpler to postulate one unseen God. We know that some of the ideas we present on this program are different from what you have read or learned elsewhere. So if you want to explore more deeply the idea that science harmonizes with the Bible, please feel free to contact us. Our email address is testtube at radio882.com. That's testtube at radio882.com. And our postal address, Truth in the Test Tube, P.O. Box 4320, Bangalore 560043, India. Again, that's Truth in the Test Tube, P.O. Box 4320, Bangalore 560043, India. Whether you call this program Truth in the Test Tube or its shorthand name of T-Cubed, we hope you'll soon call it one of your favorite programs. And listen again next time. 